How are you? Good, good, good. It's good to see you again. It's always a joy and a pleasure to come back to victory. Uh, as Pastor said, I've been coming here for quite some time now. And every time I come, it keeps getting better and better and better. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you this morning. We give you honor and glory. We thank you for the wonderful privilege of being here again today, Father. Father, I bow before you in Jesus' name and ask you to anoint me, Lord, anoint this service, O oh, Father, and speak to our hearts. I command everything here this morning, visible and invisible, to become subject to the blood of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. We exalt and praise your power. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Now, let's go ahead and begin this morning, if I would say. It's 11.30-something. And in the book of Luke this time, Luke chapter 11, Hallelujah. And Luke 11 says, from verse 33, it says, No man, when he had lighted a candle, put it in a secret place, not under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that, it might, that, that they which come in may see the light. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thy eye is a single, thy whole body also is full of light. But when thy eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body, therefore, be full of light, having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Before I go preaching this morning to you, I want to show you the picture of the um, orphanage and school in Nigeria. Quickly, this is the where we have come this far. It's a backside of that building. And also, last time we talked about the water well. Can I see, show the picture of the water well? This is the powerhouse of the generator. Just forward it, forward it. I have no time. <laughs> I don't preach. And this is the structure. And then, this recently, not, not long ago, we got the water well. The water now is flowing there in that very property. These are local pastors who came to pray and dedicate the water there in that city. So we have this, this water well want 420 feet deep. They had to bring drill machines to drill the water, 420 feet deep. And so this is how far we've come. The local pastors, we are praying for that water. It's been a great joy and a source of help in that local community. So, so far we've come this far and we still got a long, long way to go. But at least we've made some great progress. Somebody say hallelujah. We still have to go to the area of furnishing and preparing. So much to be done, but at least we'll come this far. They have water there. We have a generator there. And then that building is already standing there. We're going to go ahead and get a van to pick up the kids, bring them to the place, and, and continue step by step. Amen. Praise God. All right. Let's get back to Luke chapter 11, please. So here the Lord was saying, No man, when he had lighted a candle, put it in a secret place. Not under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thy eye is a single, that means if your eye is fully focused on the light, thy whole body also is full of light. But when thy eye is evil, evil eye, thy body also is full of darkness. 
Take heed therefore that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body therefore be full of light, having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. Somebody say, Father, give me understanding. Say, Lord, brighten my life in Jesus' name. Now, to understand this more, I want us to go to the book of the beginning, the book of Genesis. Chapter 3, and um, we don't have all the time there, but we can begin from the verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eye shall be opened. And you shall be as God's knowing good and evil. The serpent now speaking to, to Eve. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave us unto her husband with, with her and he did eat. Verse 7, and the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and Eve hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard a voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Many times when we read this in the Bible, we're just thinking like just a Bible story. One of those Bible stories. This is the world. This is you. This is me. If somebody will ask you today, what or who is your biggest enemy? What are you really at war with? What are you fighting against? What is the struggle all about? Now, everybody knows that we are all at war with something. We are fighting against something. We have enemies. We have problems. We have hurricane. We have this and that. But if somebody is to ask you, what is the main enemy you are battling with on this earth? Now, some will say we are fighting against the devil. Some will say we are fighting against that person, that nation, that Taliban, that terrorist. But I want you to understand this. You, our biggest problem on earth today is not the person called the devil. You know, the church have the mind that the devil is our enemy. The person, Lucifer, the devil, the demon, the angels, the fallen angels, that these are our enemies. And that's true. But that's not our principal problem. In fact, the devil, the person, if he stands here today, may not be, do anything against you. When the devil came to the Garden of Eden, he came there to the Garden of Eden. He was standing there. He was talking. But Adam and Eve were still normal. He was there. The person devil was there. He was in the serpent. He was there. But that wasn't the problem. So, but the problem was when they listened to him and they followed his instructions. So, the problem was not the, that the devil was there. I think he was in the Garden of Eden several times. That was not his first time to visit there, no. But this time, he was talking. He was speaking. And the main problem was not the person, devil. If he would come there and shut up, no problem. He can go and come as he wants to. But 
and if he spoke to them and they didn't listen to him and obey him, no problem. So the problem you have today is not with the devil, the person. The problem we have as human beings today that we are entrapped is the, in the wisdom of the serpent. So Adam and Eve, Eve heard and saw that it was a tree to be desired to make one what? Wise. Wow. Wise. You're going to be wise. Your eyes will be open. You will be wise. You'll be like God. That is the problem you have. That is what we are up against. The principal thing is not the person, the devil. And again, remember this. Some people say, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Jesus the person. That's great. But Jesus the person may even not help you much. You can see Jesus. You can touch Jesus. You can even kiss and hug him. But that may not set you free. Because your enemy is the wisdom of the serpent. So our salvation is in the wisdom of God. So, you can believe in Jesus and still live every day in the wisdom of the serpent. And still operate your life, your, your marriage, your family, everything you do is still based on the wisdom of this world. So, it seems like you, you bought the, the hard way from God, but the soft way from the devil. So you bought the computer, the computer. That's the computer. You bought it from Jesus. But every, all the systems inside is from the serpent. The ideas, the philosophy, the thought, the reason, the principles, the applications, everything. The hardware is from God, but the software is from the serpent. So, the world is entrapped in the wisdom of the serpent. This is why many times we as Christians, we believe in God, we love God the best way we know how, but it seems we are still up against something. We still seem to be divided within ourselves. And you wonder, why doesn't it work for me? You can become offended with the pastor or with the church or with preaching or with Christianity and it doesn't work, it's all a mess. Why? Because you are still operating in the principles of the serpent. Now, as I said here in the first service, when America fights, let's say, the terrorists in Iraq or anywhere they are, when they drive them out of the city, it is, it is the easy part to bomb them and they run. Now, you can bomb them and they run. But then, when you enter the city, it may take you a longer time to demine all the mine, all the booby traps, all the bombs, all the weapons, all the network they have set up. You can kill the terrorists, but their propaganda is in the mind of the people. They, they, are, they have planted deep in the people's mind and consciousness their own way of thinking. So, Satan, the person, 
devil the person is not much of a problem. You know, I used to say, if Jesus actually destroyed the devil on the cross, if he crushed the devil's head, destroyed him, as the Bible said, which is true, how come he still have much power? If he destroyed him, how come he's still influencing the people in the world? How come he still somehow seems to run the country, run the people, the families, the marriages, the homes? Influence Christians today. How come if the devil is defeated, how come he still have influence? Well, you remember the Bible says in, in the Hebrews chapter 6 that Abel, through his sacrifice, though he is dead, yet he is what? Speaking. Say with me, dead, but speaking. You may be here today and you have some CDs and some cassettes, some movies, some books, and the writers of the movie actors are all dead. They may be in hell today. But you are still reading their books and playing their music and their books. And they are still influencing and affecting your life. Even though they are dead, their books, their movies, their music is still influencing the way you live. So even though the devil has been crushed, yet if you read his book, watch his movies, play his music, dress his attire, Talk like him. Speak like him. Behave the way he behaves. Hate who hates you. Curse who curses you. Fight who fights you. He is dead, but he's still alive. He's still influencing your life every day. So you can say he's crushed, yes. He's dead, but what? Speaking. So if we really want to get rid of the devil, if you really want the devil to live your life alone, you have to completely and totally submit to God and operate in the wisdom of God. It is the wisdom of God that disentangles me and you from the wisdom of this world. Anywhere the devil's wisdom the wisdom of this world is still applied and operating. The devil is there. You can be a preacher, you can be a pastor, you can be a singer, you can be a wonderful Christian, but if you still operate by the principles of this world, the devil is dead, but he's alive. So, the moment they ate the forbidden tree, the Bible said it affected their eyes. Their eyes were what? Opened. The eyes, they were not blind before, but now the eyes of God in them went blind. And the eyes of the devil became open. They began to see everything through the devil's eyes. This is why society is entrapped. The world is entrapped. The world is entrapped in the wisdom of the serpent. The foundations of societies are not based upon the wisdom of God. That's why the Lord came, he started teaching, he said, listen, it has been told you, you've been taught, hate your enemies, but I say to you, love your enemies and do good unto those who hate you and persecute you. Years ago, I was battling with a very terrible occult man. Very satanic man. I was, he was battling with me in the spirit. A man. 
very wicked person, very wicked occultic person. And in the beginnings, you know, he would, I would see him and I would see, and then the Lord showed him to me. And I saw him do his eye like this before my face. He was trying to find if there's any dark spot in my eye. He was trying to see if I hit him. But while he was doing all that, I was looking at him and laughing. With the, the Lord was sitting down here with me. I was sitting there with the Lord Jesus. And I was looking at him. He was trying to turn around his eyes. And when he turned and turned his eyes, he found that there was no dark spot in my eye. Why? I don't hate him. If I hated him, he would have cast a spell on me. Why? I am in the light. He's in the, in the darkness. That's why the Lord Jesus said, love what? Your enemies. If your enemy hates you and you hate him, you are both in the darkness. And the enemy in the darkness will bind you, will destroy you. If somebody hates you and you love them, you are in the light, you are, they are in the darkness. I watched this wizard try to see if he can bind me. The more he rotated his eyes and tried his eyes, I was looking at him laughing because there was no dark spot in my eye. He hates me, I love him. And that's what delivered me. God wants you and I to walk in the principle of light. If you and I do not open our heart to the wisdom of God, we will be victims of this present world. Our deliverance, our liberation, our emancipation is not just believing in God the person. It's totally, completely and daily applying the Bible principles in our lives. You are, that's why the Lord Jesus said, you shall know what? You shall know the truth. And what? The truth shall what? Set you free. He didn't say you shall believe in me and I will set you free. You can believe in Jesus and not be free. There are many who believe in Jesus Christ, but they're not free. Why? Because they don't know the truth. They don't even want to know the truth. Years ago, I was talking to a lady in the, news, in the television there in Europe. And I was talking to her, I said, uh, she came to interview me from the local television or radio station. So I said to her, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. She said to me, I don't want to know the truth. And I was shocked. I thought everyone, everybody wanted to know the truth. She said, I don't, I don't want to know the truth. I said, why? She said, it will change the way I live. There are many Christians today that doesn't want to know the truth. And it is easy to be a church member. Very easy. Come to church, sing some song, clap your hand, praise God, hug each other. Wonderful. But when you go home, you have to face reality. You have to go back to yourself. You have to face the daily issues of life. You have to face yourself. You have to meet your enemies. You have to deal with people who hate you, who doesn't like you, who want to kill you, who are against you every day. There is a place you must learn to apply the principle of the word of God. When you understand what I'm saying, you will fall in love with the Bible. The word of God is your only emancipator. 
you are as free as you've known the truth. Any area of your life that is not yet illumined with the light of God's word is still in the darkness. As the Bible says, if all your part is full of light, then your whole body is full of light. If it comes to marriage, if it comes to friendship, if it comes, everywhere of your life is full of light. The devil has no dark spot in you. You love your enemies. You forgive anybody who hurts you. You are in the light. Any area that is not illumined is in the darkness. Many believers came to Christ. We come to Christ, he lights up our candle. Then we take the candle and put it under the table. And they continue to operate in the principles of the serpent. In the wisdom of this world. People are smart. People are intelligent. But what the, oh, that doesn't set them free. We thought that if everybody goes to school and learn and have PhD, they are going to have a wonderful society. No. The more we learn, the more in trouble we are. Because much of our learning is based upon the principle of the serpent. Eve and Adam, we are trying to receive the wisdom of the, of the serpent. When the Adam forbidden tree, what they received was the wisdom of the serpent. And society is based upon the economy, the politics, much of what you see on earth, on this world, is based upon the wisdom of the serpent. Much of what you hear every day is on the wisdom of the serpent. If you and I, as God's own children, does not take God's word very seriously, totally seriously, and ask the Lord, please teach me. I want to relearn everything. I want to relearn life. I want to relearn prosperity. I want to relearn peace. I want to relearn love. I want to know, I want to walk in the light of your truth. The Bible says that the Antichrist will seduce men and women on earth and will drag them into delusion and deception. Why? Because they received not the love of the truth. If you and I doesn't run to the Bible, the present day church, mostly in the Western countries, doesn't care about the Bible. They don't have Bible anymore. They don't read the Bible anymore. And they read the Bible casually. If they try to find something on internet, they will search it diligently. If they want anything, they will search. They will go to school. They will learn. But when it comes to the Bible, they read two minutes and they sleep. You are not free. Only the truth can set you free. If you don't know the truth, you are not free. Any area of your life that you don't know what the Bible says, what God reveals and teaches, you are still in that area bound. You are still entrapped in the wisdom of the serpent. And in this end time, you will see more and more of the manifestation of the knowledge and the wisdom of the devil. The wisdom of the devil is influencing and controlling this world. The only way you and I will escape it is to come to know and walk in the wisdom of God. There are many people who are believers, but when it comes to marriage, they apply the principle and the wisdom of this world. When it comes to marriage, when it comes to money, when it comes to anything else, they don't even want to know what the Bible says. They don't even care to know what, what Jesus, what, they will say, God, shut up. They don't even want to know. 
Why? Because somehow the wisdom of the serpent works for them. But anything we get through the wisdom of the devil, he will come for it. A time will come, you will lose everything you got. Because the devil will come to steal them back. The devil has no free gift. Only God has free gifts. Somebody say hallelujah. And so, God wants you and I, in this end time, to earnestly, sincerely crave the wisdom of God. That is why the Lord sent the Holy Spirit to teach us, to guide us into all truth. God said in his word, my children are destroyed for lack of what? Knowledge. Not lack of power, lack of knowledge. And he said, because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. You can be a believer, you can be a Christian, but you don't really want to know the ways of God. You don't just want to know. You just want to escape hell. In fact, if there's no hell, you don't want to believe in God. Hell is walking in the wisdom of Satan. I don't want to apply the principles of Satan in my life. Look at how we raise up kids today. How do we raise up kids? How do we marry? How do we live? How do we relate to each other? Jesus said, it has been told to you, if you commit adultery, you'll be stoned. But I said to you, if you look at a woman to desire after her, you already did it. That is the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is what sets us free from the wisdom of the serpent. I pray for you and I today that from the innermost part of our being, we abhor and vomit out the wisdom of Satan. Any ideas, any ways of the Satan, any ways of this world. That's why God said, come out from among them and be separate. And I will receive you unto myself. When we still think that marriage is a matter of seduction. If you still think that marriage is a, who you had sex first with. And you try their skin, you try their body, then you think if you're going to marry them or not. From whom did you learn that from? From the serpent. Then when we have done all that nonsense, we come and say, oh God bless me. God said bless what? I cannot bless the wisdom of the serpent. So, God wants his children, every single one of us, to be liberated from the wisdom of the devil. Okay, somebody say hallelujah. And this is why many times we feel entrapped. You don't know which way to go. You come to a crossroads, should I, should I follow what I believe or what I feel? Should I do what everybody else is doing or do what I know the Bible says? God's word is light. The psalmist said, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path." The Bible said, Christ is the light of the world. He said, in him was life and the life was what? The light of the world. He said, if you follow me, you will not walk in darkness, but you have what? The light of life. It is one thing to believe in God, another thing to walk in the light. God wants to, to teach you Everything, every area of your life. 
So we can say boldly, the devil came and has nothing in me. Hallelujah. Has nothing in me. Because in these last days, many people will experience frustration. The devil is gone mad and wild because he knows his time is very short. So anywhere he has any little, little black or dark spots in your heart and soul, he will come for it. We have to let the light of God shine and illumine every areas of our lives. You know, years ago I had a person speaking against a preacher. Just really speaking against that pastor. I said, listen, what you said now, I wouldn't say that for a million dollars. What you said about that man, if you had to give me a million dollars, I wouldn't say that. Today, Christians, mostly here in America and the Western world, they are looking for a preacher who will tell them what they want to hear. So the church is no more different from the world. We are not talking about church. We're talking about the devil and his ways. About the devil and the devil wants to entrap you in his own ways. He wants to program your thinking and your way, the way you see things. That is why Paul was praying in the book of Ephesians. For those who believed. And he said, since I heard of your faith in Christ and love unto all the saints, I have not stopped from praying for you that God might give unto you the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation. The eyes of your heart filled with what? Light. That eye that became blind in the Garden of Eden on the cross, it was opened back again. So God wants you and I to become blinded to the ways of Satan and but seeing through his own eyes. Hallelujah to Jesus. God wants to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. He wants you to walk in wisdom and revelation. The wisdom of God. We are in a world now where everybody wants to fight and kill and hate and revenge. One person in a family that walks in the wisdom of God can calm the storms in your life. This, the wisdom of God calms the storm. When everybody said, kill, 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 stone, 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 only one person with the wisdom of God can say, peace be still. One person walking in divine wisdom can save a whole city from destruction. America is always in the boiling pot. Time after time you have the, the, the boiling rise up. The devil stirs up all the, all the filth he has inside. He stirs up, he stirs it up, and then, oh, everybody want to kill. One person that walks in the wisdom of God can calm the storm. God wants you to walk in divine wisdom. He wants to guide you in the path of understanding and knowledge. The wisdom from above is pure, is full of good works, is righteous, it's full of righteousness. There's no partiality, there's no hypocrisy. But the wisdom of this world is the wisdom of the serpent. You have to decide as a believer. Now you believe in God, decide what wisdom do you want to live in every day of your life. Christ is calling you and I to walk in wisdom in this end time. So we'll not be entrapped. In the wisdom of the serpent. Because the wisdom of the devil is what is stirring up all the chaoses on earth today. 
If we choose not to walk in divine wisdom, God cannot help us. We must sincerely choose to walk in the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. The light has shined in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in Jesus Christ. God is a light. In him, there is no darkness. Only in the light of divine wisdom can we escape the spell of the serpent. We don't want to live in the wisdom and the tongue of the devil. Hallelujah to Jesus. God wants his children pure, clean, and washed from all the ideas and philosophies and psychologies and knowledge and, and all the doctrines and dogmas of the serpent. Can you imagine what happened when Christ came here on earth? The high priests, all those leaders of religion, they had the Torah. They were, they, they were serving God as they thought. They believed in God. They went to Sabbath every day. But they have they were, used, they were serving God of, in the wisdom of the serpent. So when Christ came, Christ is the wisdom of God. When Christ came, they crucified him. The people who crucified Christ were people who had the Torah. They had the Bible of their day. They were religious people. They were not unbelievers. They were not infidels. What happened? The wisdom of the serpent has gotten so much into them that everything, even though they have the Bible, God's word, they were not walking in the wisdom of God. So when the wisdom of God came in Christ, they crucified him. And they thought they were doing God service. I want to pray for you today that God might grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. In these last days, what we need is the light of God's wisdom to illumine our hearts and minds. Or else, you'll be entrapped. You will know what is wrong, but you have no power to do it. You will hate it and you will do it. God wants to emancipate us by the glory of his light. So that our eyes can be full of light. We can see through the wisdom of God. We can have God's understanding, God's view on everything. We can begin to apply the principles of Christ in our daily lives. Father, I pray today for everyone here and all watching. Wonderful Father, I pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of you. That the eyes of your heart might be filled with light. That every single one of us, oh God, might be delivered and emancipated from the subtle, sly, deceptive, and delusive wisdom of this world. Set us free, oh God, from the ideas and ways and knowledge and wisdom of this world. That we might be a light and salt on earth. Father, we repent of our sins. Set us free from the wisdom of the serpent. And help us to humble ourselves before you so we can walk in the wisdom of God every day of our lives. Let the spell of satanic wisdom and power be broken over every single person hearing my voice today. In any way you'll be entrapped in the wisdom of the serpent, in the ways of Satan, we'll be entrapped or bound by what in any way I command that spell right now broken in Jesus' name. 
over your mind, over your family, over your life. In Jesus' name, that you might walk in the wisdom of God and be established in the ways of the Lord. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.